On June 7, 1958, Captain John Ferrier, otherwise called Johnny, got into his F-86 and performed an air show right outside of Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Ohio. Him and his fellow pilots conducted an air show just as they had countless times before. As they finished one of their famous maneuvers, Johnny's airplane spun out of control, pointed directly towards a neighborhood below. As he screamed through the sky towards the neighborhood below, his commanding officer ordered him to eject from his plane immediately for fear that Johnny would kill himself crashing into the earth below. As Johnny kept both hands on the control stick of the aircraft, he pulled in order to try to tilt the aircraft's nose above the neighborhoods below. As Johnny's plane got closer and closer to the neighborhood below, he was left with the decision, do I eject and save myself, or do I pull up and save the people below? As Johnny's plane barely pulled above the last line of houses, his plane impacted the ground, blowing up and killing him instantly. Johnny was dead. No other men, women, or children were hurt. It's tough. Johnny was an awesome person as far as uh, those who knew him. They spoke very highly of him. He attended a camp growing up called Canacuck. Um, This is a Christian sports camp that is very active, outdoorsy type stuff, uh, but with a main mission of trying to point people to Jesus. And at this camp, they have a motto called I'm third. And the, the saying goes that God's first, others second, myself third. So Johnny was an I'm third type kid. He put others above himself with God being on the pedestal. And when he died, he made the ultimate I'm third decision. He put God first. He put others' lives above himself. And he sacrificed himself to save the men, women, and children living life peacefully in the houses below. Decisions is what we're talking about today. There's lots of decisions like Captain John Ferrier made. There's lots of decisions that we make in the military. There's lots of decisions that determine life, death. There's also a lot of decisions that seem like they don't really matter, like they're just small minuscule and and they don't really affect a lot there's decisions made every single day whether you're in the military or not today we're diving into decisions what does god think about decisions how could we how do we go about making decisions and i think for myself i tend to learn best from seeing a bad example (laughs) um growing up and even just early military career, generally everything is alphabetical, right? And so my last name being McCary, M, I'm always a middleman. I always get put in the middle. If, if things are going by an alphabetical seating, then I'm somewhere in the middle. So if we're doing some form of exercise or whatever, then I have half the group in front of me to observe and, and see what they mess up on. I get to see what they do good at. And then when it's my turn, I can 
crush it or attempt to crush it based on what I've already learned. And that's a blessing and just happens because that's my last name. All I'm getting at with that is I learn best from seeing other people do things. I think if we looked in scripture, what's one of the first decisions that was ever made? Uh, After God created the earth, you have Adam and Eve. You have Satan in the form of a serpent coming up to Eve and, and telling her about fruit that God has commanded them not to eat. He says, did God really tell you not to eat this fruit? It'll make you like him. It'll make you like God. This is the biggest lie that Satan has ever told to humanity. And Eve believed him. Adam believed Eve, and they both ate the fruit together. And if we if we look at the decision that they made, it was a decision based on emotions, and it was a decision based on their flesh. And they made the decision to glorify themselves. They made the decision to uplift themselves, not God themselves. And I think we can look at that and grow and learn. Um, If you were in that seat or I was in that seat or whoever else that you want to say who you think is a pretty good person was in that seat, we would have all made that choice. We are all sinners. We would have all chosen the fruit over God because... We're all sinners. (sighs) So how do we make decisions that aren't based on emotions and based on our flesh? How do we fight against that? Because we do have sin in our hearts. We do have things in our heart that are, are driving us into a way of worldliness. But how do we fight against that? And I'm going to give you kind of three things that I think you should do before making a big decision. Someone else kind of hammered this into my life, and and it was extremely helpful. And honestly, like when when I kind of went through my military career, college, and and figuring out what I wanted to do with my life, man, there was so much... uh, there was so much fear there that I was making the wrong decisions. There was a lot of times that I would make a decision and I would not have peace about that decision for years. I wouldn't know if I made the right call. And if that's you, then hopefully you're listening right now. Um, or if you're on the other end where you're just making decisions and based on what you want and and you could care less what God thinks about those decisions, then I hope you're listening too. Um, Because I I think both are wrong. And hopefully as we dive into this, I can kind of explain a, a good way to go about making decisions. First thing that I would do when, when a decision is brought up before you is pray. I think you should pray. You should ask God, God, is this what you will have for me? Is this what you want for me? Is this your will for my life for me to go this way, right? You're at a fork in the road, obviously, if you're making a decision. Do you go left? Do you go right? And it's tough. But God, the Father, the creator of the universe, has given us a way for us to talk to him. And is it an audible voice back? No, no, it's not. But you can still pray to him and ask him and try to align your heart with his and seek him in that. So I'd say pray. I think that's huge. Um, 
kind of an example of this. My father-in-law, um, my wife would tell me this, that when she was growing up, she would, uh, she would ask her dad, Hey dad, can I, can I go spend the night at this friend's house? And he'd be like, well, let me pray on that. And I think as a kid, we'd roll our eyes. Even as adults, we might roll our eyes at that and be like, really? Like, she's just going to her friend's house. Not a big deal. Like, you got to pray about that. But but no, like, his heart was for the Lord. And any decision, big or small, he was going to pray on it. And I think that's a really, really good thing to walk away with after this episode is that we have to be in prayer. We have to... If we're not seeking the Lord's heart, then then really we're just trying to figure out our best life now. If we're not seeking the Lord's heart, I think we're just trying to create the best island we can possibly have and, and make our little island amazing. Let's get more money, let's get more of this, more of that, and let's make this little life we have here on earth the best we possibly can. And if that's where you're at, then, then I think you need to pray and, and seek to align your heart with God because what have I said over and over again? Why does man exist? Why do we exist? We exist to honor and glorify God. And so if I'm going through this episode saying the first thing you need to do when uh, met with a decision is pray, if that's not your heart, then pray God will do that for your heart. Pray that God will give you a heart of prayer and that God will give you a heart that seeks to be like him. We're sinners. We're going to mess up, but I still, I still think we're called just to try and align our hearts with his. So that's the first thing is to pray. And I'd say the second thing is to dive in the word. You, it's funny, this is episode six, and I think every episode has pointed towards praying into getting in the Word, and it's crucial, guys. Like, we got to pray, we got to get in the Word. No matter what the subject is, it always points to those things. And it applies to this too. Dive in the Word. God has given you the Bible. It is His words to His people. It is His love story written throughout those pages. His story of grace, starting off with Adam and Eve, ending in Revelation when we're all in heaven. He's given us his word for a reason, and is he going to speak audibly to us right now? Like if, if I bring him a decision, and I'm like, God, tell me what to do, choice A or choice B, like there's a really, really good chance you're not going to get an audible answer from him in that moment. Like you can try, but... But he's given you his word, and and that's like the place where you can go and he can speak to you. Um, I'd recommend reading all the time, not just, oh, I have a big decision, so hmm, let me open up a random book of the Bible and maybe God will speak to me through this. You know, like I don't recommend doing that, but, you know, like consistency in the word, consistency in prayer. And then thirdly, I think it's really clear throughout Scripture that before you make decisions, like you should talk to your elders, you should talk to those over you and just make them aware of the decision that you're being met with and, and get their opinion on it. You know, I think a lot of where our world is, is going to with the internet and everything being so accessible is we've kind of, we've kind of got a way to figure out whatever we want, whenever we want. 
Um, but like in the old days when, when you didn't have Google, when you didn't have those things, your source of information was your parents. Your source of information was those above you to get advice. Now, like the world we currently live in, it's all about being your own person. It's all about you do you, do what makes you feel good. But as believers, I think we got to shy away from that. And I think as believers, we should refer back to the examples that we have in the Bible. And, and we should talk to our elders. We should seek them out, whether that's a church leader, whether that's uh, your parents, whether that's just maybe a mentor in your life and your Christian walk. I think you should seek them out and, and talk to them. And that goes for your spouse as well. Like if you're married, if God's put your uh, significant other in your life, like obviously get in, get on the same page as them. And, and if I'm about to make a big decision and I bring it to Schaefer, my wife, and she's like, uh, I don't really know about that. You know, like that's going to raise some red flags and kind of make me hesitate to just press. Um, cause I've been met with a lot of decisions and we all have. And as I've gone throughout the military, I think I've I've kind of fluctuated how I approach decisions. Um, I think when I first got into the military, I kind of viewed things as a tightrope. I viewed God's will as a tightrope for my life. And and I was so scared I was going to fall off that tightrope. And if, I, if God wanted me to take choice A, but I accidentally chose choice B, then, man, I was going to have major consequences. I think that's just really unbiblical thinking. I think if if we dive into scripture, I think it's very clear that God is not waiting with a hammer to smack you down if you make a wrong turn. I think God looks at our heart. I think he wants our heart to point to him. And if we're seeking to do his will and not our own, then you can walk in peace regardless of the circumstances that follow. So like I said, when I first got in the military, if, if I chose choice A and, and all these circumstances came after, you know, these bad things started happening, I probably would have looked to God and been like, yikes, sorry, God, I, I made the wrong choice. But I think that's not biblical thinking. Like circumstances are going to come. You know, it's like hard things are going to come. This world is broken. So we can't always look at what our current situation is to determine, was that a good choice or a bad choice? You're right where God wants you to be. So like I said, seek to do his will, not your own, so that you can just walk in peace, knowing that you're pursuing his heart, knowing that you're pursuing what you think he's called you to. And we, I've had plenty of those times when I make a decision and and I'm really concerned, like talking to Schaefer, like, I don't know if this was the right choice. I don't know. But, you know, I'm really thankful for where God has me now and just kind of what he's brought me through. And so I can make these decisions. Me and Schaefer can make these decisions together. Um, we've been in prayer. We've been in the word. We've talked to our elders. And together we can make a decision and just go forward and just know that, you know, this is, this is what we think God has for us. And I promise you, if that's not where God wants you, he will close that door faster than you think. 
and and then you can start the process over again of prayer, getting in the Word, and talking to your elders. Uh, I think that's a really healthy habit of diving into those things. And you may ask, like, okay, well, what's a big decision, or or what decisions dictate that I should pray first, or what decisions are just daily life, you know? Um, and, and you don't need to go through that whole process. I don't have like a clear cut answer for you guys on that. I think we should always be in prayer. We should always be in the word so that not in a legalistic way, we have to do that. But by doing that, we are consistently trying to align our hearts with what God has for us. Um, again, the world is going to tell you it's all about you. The world is going to tell you that you have to do everything you can do to build up your island and to build up this this little life you have. It's going to tell you that it's everything and that you need instant gratification. But God says the exact opposite. And generally, if there's a choice to go with the world or with God as Christians, um, it's tough, but you know we, we need to look to him, not the world, when we're making decisions. So looking back at Adam and Eve, they made a bad decision. Like they went with their flesh, they went with their emotions. And we're all guilty of that. We've all made decisions in our emotions. We've all done things as a direct response of other things, as opposed to pausing, praying, getting in the word and making a a choice that is honoring to the Lord. We've all acted in our emotions when making decisions. So what's God's response to that? With Adam and Eve, when they do this, what was his response to this? I think as a little kid, when you heard the Bible story of Adam and Eve, it kind of was misleading because you just hear that God kicked them out of the garden and they were no longer allowed in the garden anymore. All right, that's the end of the Adam and Eve story. You know, like that's, that is not the, the way we need to be teaching our kids or, or reading that story even as an adult. Like Adam and Eve sinned. They chose themselves over God. So what's God's response as he comes into the garden looking for Adam and Eve after they've sinned? He doesn't come in there yelling at them. He sacrifices an animal on their behalf, sacrifices for their sin, and clothes them in that animal skin so that they're not naked anymore. He loves them. He loves them and sacrifices for them. And he, yeah, he does kick them out of the garden. He saves them from eating of the tree of life. He kicks them out of the garden, but he gives them the gospel and tells them that there is... There is someone coming, a Redeemer coming, who will crush Satan's head. So all that happens following Adam and Eve's decision based on emotion. So I I hope that gives you guys peace that, yes, pray, dive in the Word. But in those moments that, that you mess up and you do make a decision out of emotions, you have a God who loves you. You have a God who who Christ died for you on the cross. All your sins gone and you are righteous in God's eyes all of your sins were paid for not just the old ones not just the ones that happened before you accepted Christ all of your sins both now past future paid for and so with that like we can walk in peace 
whether we make a good decision or a bad decision and know that God's response is love and know that we have Christ mediating for us between us and God the Father. I hope that's encouraging for you guys. We do make a lot of decisions every single day. And, and I think the biggest thing to kind of summarize what I've been talking about is as believers, we should be seeking to line our hearts up with the Lord. Uh, we should be pulling our hearts away from the world and trying to line it up with the Lord. So as you go into your squadrons, as you go into your workplace this week, uh, praying for you guys that you guys can attempt to do that and that uh, you guys can be bold because the more you do this, the 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 more you attempt to line your heart with the Lord, I think the easier it's going to be to be bold in your squadron. So get out there, guys. Get after it, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you